hey, this is Alyssa Carpenter with Everything's Not Okay and That's Okay. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and we are at episode 199 with Everything's Not Okay and That's Okay. Fantastic, fantastic coach, Alyssa Carpenter. She's also a rock star author. She's been featured in Forbes, NPR, ABC, Fox, CBS, TEDx speeches. Uh, just fantastic, fantastic woman. I have an awesome book giveaway at the end. So you have got to stay on and listen to my good friend, Alyssa. So without further ado, here is Alyssa Carpenter from Everything's Not Okay and That's Okay. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I've got a treat here today. My miss, it's okay, it, not okay, that's okay, coach. She's fantastic. Her name's Alyssa Carpenter, and she wrote this fantastic book. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching us anywhere else, I'm going to have a free giveaway at the end, so make sure you listen to the uh, podcast all the way through because my friend Alyssa is going to drop some serious knowledge nuggets on you to help you level up. Alyssa has been featured in Forbes, NPR, ABC, Fox, CBS, and TEDx as a workplace inclusion expert with a master's in social and comparative analysis. Smarty pants. Alyssa Carpenter empowers leaders with practical strategies to communicate, to communicate effectively with their diverse workforce. A former administrator at the Wharton School and a Gallup certified strength coach, again, Smarty pants. Alyssa has trained thousands of leaders and consulted with multi-billion dollar enterprises to successfully bridge communication gaps across generations, job functions, and geographies. She is also the author of one of Cosmopolitan's top nonfiction books of 2020, How to Listen and How to Be Heard. Inclusive Conversations at Work, the founder of Everything's Not Okay and That's Okay Consulting Firm and creator of the DE&I Intention to Action, which we'll get to that later in the show how to be a diversity, equity, and inclusion changemaker program. And Alyssa, thank you so, so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast. Varsity Squad, but first, what's your favorite color and why? Oh, like a bright blue. Um, yeah. It just reminds me, thanks so much, Scott, for having me. Um, of course. It just reminds me of just summer. I think it's like a fun color to wake up to, seeing the sky, just that bright blue. If it makes you feel better, I'm literally, I wish I could turn my camera looking at the Atlantic Ocean right now, and that is a really nice shade of blue. I was on my paddleboard this morning, and I was like, I get to interview Alyssa, and then I hope her favorite color is blue. <laughs> so, I'm so I see like a shade of white here, and now I feel like it's just a lot of snow. <laughs> what emoji do you use the most when you text? Um, the laughing, crying one, and a heart. Up, upright laugh or sideways laugh? Oh, that's a good one. Upright laugh. Uh, I've, me too. I always go the upright. <laughs> so let's get into you. Let, let's get into the origins, maybe a little backstory that brought you into not okay, that's okay. It's funny because I, I never thought I would start a business or be where I am right now. My background is in higher ed. I love, love, love working with college students and administration and faculty in that space. It's such a really transformative four years being able to see students as they're coming in 17, 18, and then walking with them as they graduate. And just through that experience, a lot of students I would see just in the hallway talking to their friends and saying, everything's great. Everything's awesome. My life is, is awesome. And then they would come in my office and colleagues and say, 
this, like, I'm not sleeping. I didn't get the job. I broke up with my significant other. And that's really where the name everything's not okay. And that's okay. Came from is we're so often putting, and I felt like I was doing the same, like this facade of who we think that we need to show up as. And in reality, there's, there's something else going on. There's these other layers that are going on. So just a business name, super long name, um, and also Love kind it. of a mantra and, and bringing awareness. And while it started in that, that higher ed space and, and working with clients in that way, it's really transformed into working with businesses and understanding that everything's not okay in your business and that's fine. You have to recognize it, but you have to be open to learning and growing and trying new things. I love that. So you must have encountered because, okay. I never graduated from college, Miss Smarty Pants, okay? But like I tell everybody that I mentor that are young because I'm part of the Reach and Hire program to go to school just for connections and to, and to be taught um, and discipline. But like there had to have been some blind spots with you being a career educator into becoming a business entrepreneur. What was one of those blind spots that really kind of tugged at you and said, man, am I really making the right decision here? Oh, everything. Because my you have the content knowledge. So I know what I'm what I'm teaching, I don't know business. And which is so ironic for working for a top business school in the world. Wharton, right? Um, exactly. <laughs> and thinking, okay, I don't know how to run a business. And, and I think people make it sound so easy of quit your job, start this business, do five steps. And I'm always saying that's not that's not right. You know, there's no secret to success of starting a business and you have to do these things. I really was very strategic before I left. I started as a side hustle. Will I make enough income? I took a strategic business planning class. I partnered with mentors and I asked a lot of questions. I'm still learning and growing and outsourcing things. And I think as a business owner, it's so important to be aware of your blind spots and what you know and what you don't know and create this kind of network around you of support for when you have questions and different resources, but the running the business part. Right. And so what did your family kind of think about, you know, you being a career educator and I say that affectionately because we need them. Okay. But what did they think about you spreading your wings for lack of a better term and really making your way as an entrepreneur? It was, I am so grateful and so thankful for the support of my partner and my two little kids are eight and 10. So they were just excited to, for me to be home more. Um, my commute was an hour and a half each way. Well, I loved what I was doing. I was missing a lot. I wasn't able, my busy times in the office were their busy times at school and I, I missed so many things. So being able to be more present um, and being selective was amazing. I am very grateful um, that my husband was so supportive of what I wanted to do. And people don't talk a lot about insurance, right? You leave your job that you have your steady income, your insurance right. to start a job, you know, like let's think about what is that going to look like? So I'm grateful that, and my family was really supportive too, but it's strange. Like it's a new, not a new thing, right. um, but not a lot of people start businesses with never having a no any entrepreneurial before. business background or even a paper out when you're a kid or something I feel you um so then uh, do you coach people one-on-one -on -one or are you group coaching or what are you doing Alyssa 
So when I started out, I did a lot more one-on-one coaching um, with individuals in leadership roles and helping them really find their space. Right now, I do a lot of group coaching. So it's a lot of keynote speaking, training, um, especially with my DEI intention to action program. It's a lot of group training programs. So I love to help people and work with them one-on-one, but there's so much value, I think, in getting the knowledge with people who have a different experience. You're so ingrained within your organization. So talking with people who have the same issues, but different experiences and what worked and what hasn't worked and facilitating those conversations and those discussions, I think are really valuable. So what are are you brought in when you say groups, is it a company that you're brought in to level up? Okay, so let's go there then. Uh, if you you're brought into a company, which you know I've been faced with this before, and the CEO usually kind of brings you in or the, the the owner of the company, and you're dealing with his number two or number one, right? And that's the person. What do you do to kind of break that ice? And because they're like, man, things are going good. I don't know why this person's coming in. And don't take offense to this, but a female sometimes yeah. or like, dude, you're bringing in a female, you know. Like, what is your secret sauce, if you don't mind sharing, to kind of break that ice and and get everybody on board so they can level up? I think it's tough, one, being a female. I look a lot younger than I am um, and coming into the space and saying, you know, this, this is where I am. I'm brought in here for a reason. So one, I think the imposter syndrome of myself of let's get over this is really, you know, you know what you're doing. Um, But I think oftentimes people, and I talk about this a lot, people bring you in to be this miracle worker, have this magic pill within the hour, two hours, even a month really worth of work and having those real conversations of what is the issue that you're having? How can we resolve it? What are the outcomes that you're looking for? And building that relationship with them that way. And when I work with clients, I use the word we a lot because I am part of this. I want to be there. I want to help you. I want to be able to support you. This isn't just your issue or your problem. We're working through this together. And I think having that that connection, that compassion, that ownership um, of of being able to work together really goes a long way. Um, but there is a lot of these talks that what you want to happen may not be the reality within the amount of time you want. Let's look at the data. Let's look at the facts. Let's see where you are and where you want to go. And, and is that attainable in this time? Wow. That, that's amazing. So you get everybody included with that connection, passion, and ownership. That's fantastic. So what do you think makes a great coach? Oh my gosh, I don't think there's even one thing that makes a great coach. I think a coach needs to really be an active listener. It's not it's not about you. And I think when I first started coaching years ago, it was let me share my story or my experience and what I've done. And while that's a great connection piece, it's not about you and what you need. It's about the other person. So being able to release that and, and listen, what do they need? What are they looking for? Um, holding people accountable is huge. I think, and my whole thing is this intention to action because we have these good intentions as people. We want to do these things. We want to grow a business or whatever the case may be for coaches. But you need to follow through, you need to do it. Um, So whether it's the coach holding you accountable or the coach working with you to create a system to hold yourself accountable, I think that that's major. That's huge. That that is absolutely huge. So when you're bringing in somebody to coach them, is there any good question that you wish maybe they would ask you but never do? Oh, that's a really good one. 
Um, even the piece about accountability, people don't ask a lot. Um, how do you intend to hold me accountable for, for completing this? Or um, because a lot of people focus on deliverables or what will I be able to do as a result of these sessions of this conversation of this time or what will happen with my organization moving forward, which is all extremely important and making sure that you solidify that piece. Um, but, but how will you hold me accountable? And I'm really big on asking questions both ways. And it would be nice to hear of what is the best way to communicate with you? What is the best way to get in touch with you? Because um, we usually defer to our method of communication. So if I'm a text person, I'll probably text you. If I'm an email person, I'll probably email you, but that might not work for me. So if you are having a crisis and something is going on, being able to solidify the best way that you can reach me so I can ensure that I can get Love back that. to you in a timely manner. Communication. You mentioned communication and connection so many times. And that, to me, being a coach for 12 years is, is absolutely key. And that you're you're absolutely okay with using their form of communication, what makes them comfortable. Um, that, that That's awesome. So what is your secret sauce maybe to helping that person after they're, they're coming to your program to help them maybe find that blind spot that they have? Because you've went through, you've mastered or mastering a blind spot of your own. Like what is your secret sauce maybe to help them master theirs? I'm big on asking a lot of questions. I think oftentimes people come to you with you and that's the stem of a greater issue. So being able to ask the right question, identify what their issue is. So you'll even if you'll say we communicating our work, people aren't respecting one another. Well, people aren't trusting one another and that's what's happening because of that. So going on daily, what what are the interactions you have? So I'm really big on asking questions, follow-up questions to get really granular, just root cause to solve that issue. So the other things come. So it's not like the, take the Tylenol, take the Advil, let's solve the outward (laughs) things. Like we have to, there's this things that are going on so we have to make those work love it i love it so are you familiar with the movie back to the future yes and you're gonna laugh i've never seen it there are a lot of um 80s movies that are on a list that i have not seen yeah you have to if not we're not friends but anyway so so basically michael j fox says this dude he goes back to 1955 right in a delorean so let's get in that delorean with him let's go back to the 22 year old Alyssa. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on her to maybe help her shorten her learning curve, level up, and blast through? Be you. Um, I was 22. I had my master's degree working in a college. Um, I was younger than some of the students that I was working with at the time. And I tried to be somebody I wasn't. I tried to wear these collared shirts, these different heels, you know, things that outwardly looked like I thought that I was supposed to look. And I acted like I was thought I was supposed to act and had a personal Alyssa outside of the office and professional Alyssa there. And just going back and saying, be you, you know, people want to be around you. We want to have these conversations. You can't build connections with people unless you're honest and you're real and you're transparent. And I was, I think I was missing that being so young and at least a decade younger than everybody I worked with, but building that confidence, I think would have been major. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. So how do you want your dash remembered then? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date. How do you want Alyssa's life date, death date? How do you want that little dash remembered? Um, I don't know. I don't even know a phrase, but somebody who passionately connects or communicates or engages. Um, I w- really want to be known for bringing people together and giving them a voice that everybody deserves a voice in this space what keeps you up at night 
my kids, but <laughs> <laughs> love the honesty. And that was like <laughs> fast, super fast. That's I'm amazing. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> love it. I love it. So who has had the most profound impact on Alyssa's life? Oh, there's so many people. It's so funny because I always think back to my grandpa, um, just my mom's dad. Um, he passed away years and years ago, but to me, just growing up, he was always the person who made me smile the most and laugh. And when I'm having a bad day, he was the person that I would reach out to. He was just that, I don't know, the jovial guy that people gravitated towards. So just thinking about him, it would be somebody that I would want to be and just that light that I would like to give off to other people. Kind of emulate that, right? Mm-hmm. Love it. So how about, what's the worst advice you've ever been given? Oh, it's so funny because it's always the opposite of the the best advice in some type of way. It always <laughs> is, right? <laughs> I think, and it's not even necessarily direct advice, but I think it's on social media seeing these things that it's do these three things and then your business will grow. Do these three things and then this will happen. And that's the worst advice I've seen and I've heard from people that I used to gravitate towards. Okay, if I do this, then this, then this, like. I will have a, I don't know, long lasting business, I think. And we can go about, there's no specific way. Our outcomes might be similar and what we want to do might be similar, but how we go about it is different based on our strengths and based on our experiences and resources and all of that stuff. Not everything's cookie cutter. Awesome. No. Yeah. So what do you think people misunderstand about you the most? That I'm overly positive or that I don't potentially (laughs) see you know, the head in the clouds don't see the reality. And I a hundred percent see the reality of things. And I try to put a positive spin on things, but I'm a realistic, positive person. If something's not working, I'm not going to tell you that it is. And we're going to work together to find a solution. But I think you have the choice to frame. Yes. I was waiting for that C word. You have the choice. That's you. So what is Alyssa's definition of a life well lived? it's kind of this work-life balance, but in the way of making enough money where I can live my life and do what, what I choose to do. Um, and spending time with as much time with my family as I possibly can going on vacations, just hanging out, sitting on the couch. Um, but having a financial freedom to be able to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people like, Oh, money, that's bad. No, dude, money gives you choices. And, but if you can do it by, we say here, you know, we do what we love in the service of people that love what we do, you know, and that's that. the way that I rock and roll and, and, and people see that. And as long as you're open to reciprocation, you're going to get yours. And along with that comes the happiness. So thank you so much for saying that and being very transparent, Alyssa. Hey, hey, hey we're back with my good friend, Alyssa Carpenter from Not Okay, That's Okay. Just fantastic. I'm sure you heard the first part of our interview, which she just rocked it. And we're going to move into our leveling up lightning round. And what this consists of, Alyssa, is I got five or six questions for you, and you give me five-second answers. You and I could talk for 20, 30 minutes in each one of these, but you got five seconds. I don't want any explanations. Just fire away. And all of them can be answered quickly. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. What is the best leveling up advice Alyssa's ever received? Show up as your real self. Yes. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success working out in the first thing in the morning. Love it. You have to love it. Other than your own website, 
it, which is not okay. That's okay. Coach.com. And of course, time to shine today.com. My shameless plug. What other website does Alyssa go to to level up and, and just kind of learn something new? Not websites, more podcasts. Um, yeah, I listened to um, Adam Grant's Ted, um, his Ted, his Ted talk one, um, Brene Brown. I love those for inspiration. Love it. Love it. Right. If I'm in my doldrums, it's not kind of feeling it and not how to listen and how to be heard. Not, not that one, but I'm in my doldrums, not feeling it. Fergie, read this book. What is it? Oh, how the crawl dad sings. Really? Wow. Who is that? finished it. Oh, I can't remember the author. I'll have I... to find that and put it in the show notes. Absolutely. Gotcha. So, and don't lie to me here. Okay. On this one, do not freaking lie to me. Physically, physically, what age would you stay for the rest of your life if you could keep the wisdom and education that you have now and continue to garner more wisdom? What age physically would you stay for the rest of your life? 29. Love it. I always say 28 to 32. So we're right on board. I'm coming up on 50. So I would go back to the less aches and pains, you know, like and that's 30. Starts at 30. All day. <laughs> Okay, what's your favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Uh, cystic fibrosis. Awesome. Last question. You can elaborate on this just a little bit, but what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 90s. I knew you were going to say that because of our discussion <laughs> off camera. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. You stay true. I love that. So <laughs> tell me about this book, How to Listen and How to Be Heard. Yeah, thanks so much for asking. It was such a joy to be able to write it. And my goal with it, I'm glad you mentioned it just in our conversations before, that it's a conversational book. It is a quick read in terms of it being 16 chapters, different topics of how to get your voice heard, how to work with toxic colleagues, how to say no, how to communicate with other people in terms of what is the platform of communication. So it's a book that can be used, reused, and and looked at as a resource in the future. You know what I love about it, Alyssa, is that you're smarty pants. I say that affectionately, right? You're super smart. I mean, come on, you know, you had your master's at 22, you know, I mean, this is like huge, but you wrote it in a conversationally piece that I was like, dude, I wouldn't expect this to be written by some nerdy girl. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was good. And squad, I am going to give away a free copy of her book, which if you're looking, it's right here on the screen. It's kind of blending in with my green screen a little bit, but all you have to do is comment on either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The first one to comment is going to get a free signed copy from Alyssa, which is going to be on time to shine today's dime. If, you know, maybe she can sign it and maybe pick up the postage. If not, I'll Venmo you the postage. Yeah, but if you, can we agree to do that? That would be awesome. Awesome. Perfect. And talk to us about the DE&I intention to action. Yeah, it, it a lot goes back to some of the conversations we were talking about before. So it's an online self-paced class about diversity, equity, inclusion, trust, and really the framework and the foundation behind that to get people a little bit more comfortable with the terminology, how to talk about it, what it can look like. And there also is a mastermind group with it. So once a month, everybody who's taking it virtually, different um, people meet online to, to talk about it. Because again, we're all in our little spots, even if we weren't in this pandemic. We're all in our spots trying to implement things. So we talk about best practices and what's working and what's not working. So from the content within inside the class, as well as just things that are going on within your organizations. I love it. And squad, that will be in the show notes as well. Um, so down there will be her website or book and all of her social links as well, as long as a dedicated link to the DEI intention to action. So make sure you check that out. And 
Alyssa, do me a favor and leave us with one last knowledge nugget that you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action on. Yeah, I think, especially through all this, there are going to be lots of ups and downs, um, but be realistic, be positive, and know that you have a voice to make some change. Voice to make some change, huh? Love that. So. <laughs> Fantastic. So, squad, we just got a free masterclass with my really good friend, Alyssa Carpenter. And I don't know about you, but I got notes galore for my good friend, Alyssa. You know, she's going to tell us that a lot of people have the same issues, but different experiences with those issues, and everybody has a gift. So really try to tune into that. You know, she wants to work together with you and be part of the process. She's not just a consultant that's going to come in and tell you what to do. She's going to work with you. She's going to dive into the nooks and crannies and be there in the trenches with you, which I think that that is of paramount importance. You know, she has connection, passion, ownership when she works with you to work together. You know, she has a, she feels that a great coach has great intentions and great accountability. And if you're going to hire a coach, as we hope it's Alyssa, ask them how you plan to hold the coach accountable and give them the best way to communicate with you so you guys can stay on the same page. And ask yourself powerful questions on a daily basis. Like people don't realize that no matter what you're doing in life, if you're driving down the road and you're making a left, you subconsciously ask yourself a question to hit that left turn signal. At least I hope you do. But she's asking you to ask yourself powerful questions. That's going to help you level up. She's going to want you to show up as your real self. Be yourself. She, she would go back to her younger self. She's not telling you to disrespect people. She's saying to show up as your real self. Don't try to conform to what everybody's asking you to do. And also be somebody with a voice to make some solid change. And that's what Alyssa does. She levels up her health. She levels up her wealth. She's so humble yet so hungry. Thank you so, so much for coming on Time to Shine today. You rock the mic. I'm blessed. I love your guts. Again, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Awesome sauce. Talk soon, okay? Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast, probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.